Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. It's summertime. That means beer, cookouts, and of course, golf. So the next time you're ready to tee it up, be sure to make your tee times at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's right. You can now book tee times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Yep. Just go to www.12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page. Click the banner that says Book Like a Pro, enter your course or enter a zip code, and then select a tee time of your choice. You'll get up to 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So when you're ready to cheat your friends like Mike did in high school, just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's the numbers 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com and book your tee times today. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. 
This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brood Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. The man behind the computer is Joe. Back Back this week, super excited that Joe's back. Uh, this is Craft Root Sports. Scott, are you ready to uh, tap this keg of sports knowledge, my friend? You ready for a baby is the big question. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> who gives a shit about the show? You about to have a baby. Are you ever ready for a baby? Fuck no. <laughs> and you definitely ain't ready for a baby when you got a toddler. But uh, you pump, I'll pour. All right, deal. Uh, yep, no baby. Uh, so we are clear to do the show tonight. Probably our last one for, well, not probably. This, is, this will be our last <laughs> one probably. for at least a few weeks because uh, Saturday gonna be a new baby uh this is uh craft Root sports thank you guys for tuning in we got an awesome show coming up for you guys tonight we're gonna talk some uh nfl we got some hard knocks that we're gonna talk about update to uh Bless <laughs> update to draymond and tristan and that uh saga we've also got another edition of uh craft Root sports theater and special guest sitting in tonight with us Tank Mansfield, three-time guest on the show. Come on, guys. Tank, how you doing? You got his mic muted, Joe? Come on, man. What are you doing? All right, go ahead, Fucking Tank. amateur. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. There, 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 you go. there we go. Lay off Joe. He how was sick last week, the man. <laughs> the, the man is enjoying the bounty of a Browns preseason game. They're doing okay. My man's feeling all right. I like that you just specified. You were like, they're doing okay, so it's, he's enjoying himself. Um, me, me and Joe are the yin and yang of Browns fans. I'm, I'm, I'm on the side where I'm like, I, I just, I, he's the eternal optimist. I'm just not sure if I can love again. I've been hurt so many times. I don't know if I'm ready to go back into this relationship. It looks promising. You know, it's like the Browns have a job now, and they seem to settle down. They're, 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 they got their shit together, they're, they're maybe. Not, they're not drinking on weeknights. Some of them. I'm getting lulled back into this relationship, and it scares me. It is scary, because you know how that ends. That ends with a uh, police cruiser showing order. up. And poli- yeah, the police cruiser shows up, and next thing you know, Urban Meyer's getting fired. And it's all because you, you came back to it, so... There you go. That got weird. Sorry, everybody, for that. That's like, damn. Uh, yeah. I got dark eyes. Moving on. Whatever. Topically dark. <laughs> Darker than me. <laughs> Shit. All right. Let's, Chill, bro. <laughs> we're going to be talking to Tank about uh, his upcoming art shows that he's got coming up here in the city. Some really cool things that he's doing. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Before we do that, let's talk about the motherfucker of the week. Uh, Scott, I'll let you lead it off and give us our first option. It's not on the page. I know. I was going to say, go I was with like, the second one. It, go no, no, the no. I'm listed. going with the first one. Okay. I know fine. the first one. Okay. Uh, easily, probably, no doubt, my vote is EA Sports. <laughs> they, they, they're your first nominee for motherfucker of the week, but these motherfuckers, last <laughs> week we talked about it during the show about how they were, they announced, oh, hey, we're going to put Colin Kaepernick's name back on the song that we omitted. It was our bad uh, reason. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, didn't mean it. We'll update it. Then it turns out that it came out this week. They also omitted his name last year yeah. from a track. Nobody, which, nobody caught. Yeah, nobody didn't caught. Get well, some dude said that he changed. did catch it and like kept tweeting it out, and somehow his tweets kept getting deleted. So <laughs> NFL. He, yeah, he was like, no, I put it out there. Big it, brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the reasoning yeah. for that, too, was ridiculous. They were like, oh, somebody messed up. 
didn't think we had the rights to his name. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what? thought, Dude, well, he's on. not in the Players Association, which he is, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that they didn't have the rights to his likeness, which has nothing to do with his name. Uh, and yeah, so just all around bullshit reasons from EA. They're your first nominee. For well, my question believe, is, so. Colin Kaepernick is not the only name that gets shouted out on songs. So have they gone through then and gotten permission from all those people who aren't NFL players to uh, get their... <laughs> To use their likeness in the lyrics, because otherwise there should be a shitload of things bleeped out of. Uh, Goddamn right. Hey, you keep quit bringing logic into this, okay? <laughs> I know you're you're I making mean, EA look just, less motherfuckery. I, by no, doing that. no, I'm saying they're more motherfuckery because yeah. their reasoning is bullshit. Because they're oh. saying, oh, we didn't have the yeah. rights to his mm-hmm. name. You don't have the rights to anybody's name, you sons of bitches. Mm. There's your first option, EA. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Uh, <laughs> the second option that you have is Khabib. I'm not even going to try to say his last name. Tank, you want to help me out? Uh, on his last name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not going to work here anymore. Habib Namedega Madoff. Yep, there you go, that guy. Uh, he <laughs> he made it in the news this week because he uh, was on the streets of Russia filming himself, him and his buddy, and uh, they went up to homeless people and told the homeless people to do push-ups and laughed at him and made fun of him before they gave him money. Uh, so super awkward video to watch it's been deleted since then but he put it out on instagram like ah, i'm giving him money but first i'm making him work for it uh so that was super strange nothing like making people do things for your amusement that are completely degrading it's funny yeah. happy time russia <laughs> yeah. you know like when you dump gasoline on dog light on fire <laughs> good time uh khabib is your second option for motherfucker of the week uh, all right, let's talk about the beer that we are drinking this week. I'm super stoked for this one. This beer is by Sierra Nevada Brewing. Uh, it is Tropical Torpedo. <clears throat> topical. <laughs> topical. You said last week, topical. <laughs> we're, we're sticking with it. Topical Torpedo. I almost put it on the screen just to, just as the Easter egg for was this one. That, was that, that that where that originated from? Just the misspelling? Yeah, tropical. yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't it, remember if we if we had said tropical or if it was no, me just pointing it out. I was so thing, flustered because like, Joe wasn't going to be here. And I, I was like, I got to get this shit ready to go. And then I got to do all the setup. And I, I'm freaking out. And I just I typed in topical. Not only that, it, I went back and watched it. Uh, I also had that Dogfish Head Brewing is from Cincinnati, Ohio. So I just totally fucked that screen up altogether. <laughs> like it was just not it close Didn't catch at all. that one. Any beer fan watching at that point was like, these guys are fucking idiots. I'm <laughs> never watching this shit again. <laughs> this one's right, though. Uh, Sierra Nevada from Chico, California. Uh, they've actually got breweries all over Tank. Actually got to visit one in Asheville, North Carolina. It's ridiculous. It's like beer college. It's just all stone <sighs> and wood, and they have a gigantic stage out back. It- it's nuts. I cannot imagine how many millions of dollars they put into that place. That's and that's their third, right? They've got, I think they've got three total breweries. They got a whole lot of. That's crazy. Um, so I read that they're like the sixth largest craft brewery in in the U.S. I could be wrong on that one, but anyways, tonight we're drinking their Tropical Torpedo, which is a six point seven percent ABV beer. There's mango, papaya, passion fruit. Uh, they also they have like a special way to dry hop called the Hop Torpedo. It's like a whole system that they came up with that's able to like extract the oils from the hops uh, at a higher yield than what other dry hopping methods do, and it's supposed to limit the bitterness. And I gotta be honest, Ain't taking no sips of this, there's like no bitterness at all. This in is this. my kind of IPA. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, the lot a lot of good fruit flavor on this one. I knew you'd be on board when there was a bunch of fruit. When you sent yeah. the description yesterday, I was like, I'm gonna like this one. <laughs> we'll see how it holds up. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say because it's okay. delicious. Okay, uh, Tank, what <laughs> do you think of this one? Tank's already like through one. Oh, yeah, shit. dude. I mean, Tank ain't fucking it, around. It's here in Nevada. It's an IPA. I mean, if you're gonna put that in front of me, it's gonna disappear pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I like it. This is a, a really solid beer. I'm worried. That uh, yeah, I mean, it's gonna fall into the trap where like eventually it's like oh this is an IPA. Yeah. I'm starting to taste IPA in this IPA. <laughs> if, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, have you gotten a chance to crack it yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, can you hit yourself with the moving on on that one? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Now, work, Joe. Uh, let's get into upper deck because <laughs> yeah. I feel very gross right now. <laughs> well, uh, somebody's got to clean up that chair after the show. Not Root Sports and Upper Deck <laughs> is brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty, all the time, every time. Someone has a better price, they'll tell you straight up. But Minuteman isn't just about sports or concerts. They'll help you out with tickets to literally any event you want. They'll even sell your tickets for you. And with college football right around the corner, be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your OSU football ticketing needs. And while you're doing that, go like them on Facebook where they do giveaways on merchandise, sports, concert apparel, and of course, tickets. Check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call at 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. That's 614-943-3000. No fees. Amazing shit. None of them fucking fees. Get them out of here. <laughs> We're going to be doing a giveaway with them here. Uh, it, it might be on this episode. I haven't finalized things just yet. But oh, there's, okay, cool. There's, uh, we're working on some stuff to give away for, for helping us out on this show. Anyways, go check them out. Go ahead, man. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know. I was going to cut you off. Real quick, Tosh. Real quick, Tosh. The saga continues. We have an update with the Draymond Green Tristan Thompson story. <laughs> this thing just won't end. So um, last week we talked about how Draymond was saying, you know, hey, I didn't get punched in the face. Your reports are false. Hold your parade, but y'all look stupid. Yada, yada, yada. Even though, you know, the initial reports were that Tristan just cold cocked green. Cold cocked him, but didn't knock him out. Like yeah, was, yeah, yeah, didn't knock him out. That's, that's Hit him key when he was to trying do. to apologize. <laughs> but it turns out that... Uh, Draymond might have been telling the truth when he said that's not how it went down because there's video that has surfaced from various outlets where it shows them meeting up and actually Green being the one who started the <laughs> kerfuffle and, and uh, took the first swing. Uh, there's also Instagram reports out there from like an anonymous, well, not really anonymous, but a, a known insider who drops these random tidbits of knowledge when it comes to like these random things and he had made this post like weeks before this whole thing happened saying that hey this is what happened saw you know green hit him first yada 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 and nobody paid attention to this post and then this story came out and obviously this corroborates because it happened three days before the story broke um, also reports that Nick Young was in an elevator with some of his boys and somebody overheard <laughs> overheard him and his boys talking about how this went down and how Green uh, had hit him first. So, yeah, 
more just craziness and twists and turns to this whole fucking thing. I love it so much. I love it's so great. It's just this <laughs> big giant soap opera between these two morons. Well, and that's the thing because I don't know whose side to take in this because I think Tristan Thompson is a piece of shit. Uh, but I also really don't like Draymond Green. So either way, like I just want both of them. I want it to be like the end of Rocky where they both punch each other at the same time. Only the end of it is they both just fall down and never get back. I'm up. on Team Green. <laughs> of course you are. I love Draymond. He's so petty. He is. I love Draymond Green. He's that. He's that guy that no matter what, everybody's gonna hate on him. But you know, if he was on your team, you'd love him. And since I mean, you know, I'm a Kings fan, so whatever. I, you know, Fan tank uh, Tristan, team me. Tristan or team Draymond? Can they? Just, I, I don't. I don't have a horse in this race, man. But can <laughs> can't they just like meet up and fight? Like just get this over with? That's what I want to see. Celebrity boxing, like just Let, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the way to yeah, do just, it. Just, just oh, get him, sign him to a one match bare knuckle. Oh, like right after lights out, we put, got Green and Thompson going put, at it. Put it on pay per view. No, no team would sign up for that though. No, like the Cavs and the Warriors would not sign off on that. Oh, uh, I mean, I know there'd be all sorts of legalities. I, mean, I would love to see it. that though. Good Just lord, bypass that. Can we shit. have them do it at WrestleMania? I mean, yes. There we go. Maybe, yes. maybe, maybe sneak it past them. There you go. Because then it's like, no, this isn't real. But really, they they got. Yeah, real some shit going on. <laughs> it start out as not real and end up being Well, real. I can't wait for next week to find out what else happens in this because you know there's going to be another story that breaks I can't next either. Week. We'll talk about it in three weeks. Yep. Well, exactly. We're just going to save it up. <laughs> What's going to happen is we're going to save up all these stories for when we come back and there's just going to be upper deck of nothing but updates. <laughs> on From the- stories that we missed. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about this, but we really wanted to. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood is a European golfer on the uh, Euro Tour. He came in 12 at the Open, which is a damn good showing. Won himself $154,000 in, in the purse. Uh, but there was some weird mix-up, and apparently the money that he won was deposited into the account of Tommy Fleetwood, who is a club pro down in Florida who did like a little bit of like the European Challenge Tour, like the minor league tour in Europe. So apparently they had his stuff still on file, and they just deposited $154,000 into this dude's account. <laughs> Uh, which I would have thought was bullshit until somebody came through with a screenshot. And he was like, my friend got this. And you see like a charge where he charged $10 to Walmart and then $154,000 deposit <laughs> and then like $10 to Subway. It's like, holy shit, Just man. regular basic everyday yeah, just, shit with just 150 yeah. in there. So Florida Fleetwood was a nice dude and alerted the Open about their mistake. He was like, I never played in the Open. I didn't do that. Are you shaking your head at Florida Fleetwood? Is that what that was for? Okay. Um, so he never, he was like, I never played. You can have your money back. Uh, and then they deposited it into the correct Fleetwoods account. Here's the thing that kills me, though. They asked uh, the Euro Fleetwood about this. And here's what he said, quote, I honestly didn't know anything about it. I wouldn't even know if I'd been paid or not because I don't really look. It looks pretty genuine and they are looking into it and I'm sure they feel pretty bad about it. It's a funny story. Fuck that yeah, guy. Fuck that guy. Makes me so angry. He doesn't. I mean, this is possible motherfucker of the week nomination here. <laughs> if you don't even notice a deposit of $154,000 missing from your account, you're just like, nah, it's cool. Like, I don't even check. So uh, yeah. it is what it is. I'm just I wasn't waiting on that money to come in to pay all my bills, yeah. you know. 
I'm just trying to get to the point where I can go to a restaurant and not look at the price on food right. at the restaurant. Like, that's the level I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at. Like, if I'm like, oh, the steak, I'll have that. I don't, like, look at the price of the steak. Be like, it's more of a chicken night. I'm right. trying to get <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to the next month without my credit card sending me the email alert I have set up when it's only $500 left on my to be able to charge. Right. So if I could get one month through that, I think I'm doing pretty good. But $154,000 or I'm not, like, sweating. Like, that came in, right? That came in, right? It's there? Is it there? Can I spend it? Can I spend it? Dude, are you sure you did it clear? I would have been like in Happy Gilmore when he's like, can I get my money? And they're like, well, we don't have money now. And he's like, just give me one of the big checks. I don't yeah. care. Like, give yeah. me that. <laughs> Unbelievable to be living a lifestyle where you can just... Even, ah, yeah. Even though Euro Fleetwood doesn't get it, he definitely Shout out owes, to owes, owes, owes Florida Fleetwood at, at, well, that's at a, least a dinner. That's a thing. And an like, open bar tab for At a that night. point, just give a him handy. 154 Like, clearly <laughs> it doesn't matter to you. This dude's charging 10 bucks at Walmart, like really struggling through life. <laughs> Give him the 154000 You don't give a shit. Right. Uh, Chris Cooper says, what's up, fools? Hey, man. Uh, thanks for joining in. I uh, appreciate you. Um, yeah, fuck Florida Fleet. Fuck. Florida Fleet. Moving on. Florida Fleetwood's good. He, need, he's, um, he needs a topical tornado. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going back to the NBA. Uh, everybody remember the old uh, the, the incident that happened with uh, Gilbert Arenas and no, Javar Gil? Scrittenden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, yeah. That? Do you remember well, that one Well, they were, they were both suspended for the season back in 2009, and most of the reports were that they were getting into it uh, on a plane, on a flight back to D.C. over gambling. Well, uh, we cleared some air this week. Uh, this week, Arenas, a.k.a. Hibachi, a.k.a. Agent Zero, a.k.a. No Chill Gill, <laughs> went on ahead and cleared the air in an interview with John Gold of the Action Network saying, quote, the plane lands and now Jarvis uh, says to JaVale McGee, so you just going to let me lose my money like that? You ain't even going to be a real nigga and give me my give me a chance to get my money back. Oh, hell no. Nah. This is the type of shit that gets oh, you nah. fucked up in these streets. I was like, Javaris, I will burn your car while you're in it. Then we'll find an extinguisher to help your ass out. And then he says, well, I'll just shoot you then. I said, man, I'll bring you guns to shoot me. This had nothing to do with the gambling debts. It was about the shit talking while I was losing. It was like some. It was like someone scoring on you every time down. I'm the designated shit talker. I could be down forty thousand dollars, but if I irritated someone so bad that they feel like they lost twenty thousand, I'm happy. I won. I don't feel like the biggest loser of the night. End quote. Arenas was then traded to the Magic the following season. Crittenden never played another game in the NBA. So we've now cleared up exactly I, what happened with that saga. I purposely didn't read the quote because I wanted to hear it live on the show. And <laughs> I'm I am so glad I made that decision. It was so hood. <laughs> so hood. The dude threatened to burn him alive in the car. Like, I like when he was like, I'll bring you the gun. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then these two did bring guns to the locker room because they went on to remember, you know, mention the rest of the story. It was that the next day, Gilbert Arena showed up with five unloaded guns and, and was like, like, here you go, you know, you pick up one. And at which point Crittenden said, I don't need one. I got one right here. He pulls out a loaded gun. <laughs> and then that's when everybody stepped in. And then they ended up getting suspended. And, you know, the rest is history. But this clears up that whole story. Dude, with that's exact so amazing. Gilbert Arenas. I mean, you know, not not many things go wrong when a loaded gun's involved in anger. <laughs> no, no, that's totally a safe thing. With two people who are clearly off the handle. <laughs> 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we talked about Tommy Fleetwood being a, a rich son of a bitch. Let's talk about a next level rich son of a bitch. And that's Conor McGregor. He's back in the news this week because of uh, inking the deal to fight Khabib in October. But this came out during a podcast as like now they're starting the media hype around the fight and people are starting to to talk about it and leading up to all the weigh-ins and the all the trash talk that's eventually coming. But anyways, people from Connor's camp and people from Khabib's camp were on a podcast this week and somebody from Connor's camp told a story about how Conor McGregor is so rich that when he wants to go shopping, if he wants to get something from Gucci or from Versace, instead of going to the store or uh, what we've seen rich people do where like they close down the store for them so that they're left alone to shop. Now, these these labels go the next step for Conor McGregor, and they pack up all of their inventory from the store into a van, drive it to Conor McGregor's house, set up like they have a store inside his house, and then he comes into his living room that has been transformed into a Versace store, and he's like, all right, now I'm going to shop. And goes around and, and shops. That is the most baller thing I have ever heard in my life. I need this in my life. <laughs> I need to make that much money. I need to have that much clout. I need to be that important that these stores will just roll up in my living room and turn it into the damn Santa workshop yes. and school. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you know, man. Basically, the what, I was thinking, what if like they do all that? They go through all that work, they set it up, and he comes down, and he's like... I don't want any of it. Get rid of it. It had, to, it had to have happened. I mean, there's three vendors there. And I mean, there's got to be one of them that is just like, eh, I'm not really feeling anything. So they just <laughs> brought all their shit. All right, cool. Well, see you next time, Maybe Connor. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking unreal. That's such a ridiculous move. I mean, you just got to keep getting more weird with it. Like, number one, you got to do coke while you're doing that. that that's a yep. definite coke yep. move. Number Alan, two, it's Connor, so that's probably already happening. Get, get a tiger on a chain to walk with you through the Versace store inside your house. <laughs> like, take it next level, level, like Tyson Bless level. Him. <laughs> I, I would love to see that. Like on my budget, it would be like Target and Old Navy, and like it'd be like, hey, here's red T-shirts and here's blue T-shirts. I'd be what? like, this is the best. What? If, 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 I don't even have enough money to make that happen. No, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like Target and Old Neighbor, like, get your bitch ass in here. Fuck, come to you? Right down 71. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even big enough for that. Point. <laughs> Shit, I wish they would show up in my house as much money as I drop a damn Target. When, when Payless comes to your house, and you're like, well, we got some LA gears. It's like, sweet. <laughs> but not the light-up ones. We left those at the store. We know you're broke-ass. Yeah. Uh, shit, you're right. Yeah, you can't afford LED lights. <laughs> we brought you the New Balance. These are just all our white New Balances that are available. Thanks, man. Appreciate you're a dad it. now. <laughs> we know your style. Which is white Nike Monarchs. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Connor, I'm going to fuck up this story because I fucked it up epically just trying to write it oh while it's at work. I'm don't don't write and work. and I'm going to have to read what you no, wrote. No, man. After, after we get the details of this story, <laughs> right, fine. I'm here to support you. I can get I you know, through this story. I know. That's fine. But okay. So we got Tank on the show. That means we've got to talk about the big fight coming up. Just announced this week. That's right, guys. The wait is finally over. We're finally getting the fight that we all wanted to see. Yes, sir. That's going to be ass to mouth superstar <laughs> and former uh, what, teen what mom. the hell? Teen mom. Teen, there you go. Yeah, Thank you. Mom. I was going to say whatever. But, like I know we're more for being a porn star than I do for <laughs> teen mom. 
Uh, Farrah Abraham, she's stepping into the ring. She's going to fight former girlfriend of Flavor Flav. Nailed it. Mm. Yes. Season one winner of Flavor of Love. Nikki Hoops Alexander. <laughs> Those two are going to get into the fucking <laughs> squared circle and box it out in a celebrity boxing event to raise awareness for bullying. Which I feel like we're all being bullied <laughs> I, I, by this event. That's not what I thought this was going to be for. <laughs> no. No. The irony, too, of us making fun of this fight, and it's like, hey, this is for bullying, and we're like, you two suck. This is a horrible idea. Well, and I didn't even know this part of the story as I read it now, but the, they, they tried to offer Fair to fight Tiana Taylor, West, uh, Chanel West Coast, Lindsay Lohan. I would have loved to have seen that shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, Paris. Paris Hilton. Fucking hey, Paris man. Hilton and Lindsay Lohan uh, apparently were offered huge sums of money to fight, and they were both like, no, nah, we're good. But they all turned it down, and instead... Flavor Flav's, Flavor Flav's former flame is going to be the one that whoops that ass. I like that Farrah wasn't even a question. They were, they, <laughs> right. they, they, were, they, they, they were like, we got a Visa gift card for $100 and you get a free bar tab. She was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part was not hard to sign. They were like, yeah, we got you. Right. We get you a room at the Days Inn. And We've got this bag of stuff from McDonald's. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what's in it. Just a bag of stuff. Oh, there's sweet and sour sauce, a single fry, and an apple pie. I'll still do it. Fairy Abraham's end. Dude, Hoops is going to beat the brakes off her. Yeah, Hoops is going to kill this. I mean, she's going to kill her. She might die in the ring. She might die in the ring. There's a good chance. I've seen Hoops fight New York. She might go ass to mouth. Not even intentionally, just because she gets her head so far knocked back. Her head ends up in her ass. Oh shit! I I mean I'm I'm not joking. Season one, hoops in New York fought, and hoops is a brawler. It's, oh, this is gonna end poorly for Fairy she, Abraham. She's an athlete. She has amazing hand-eye coordination. <laughs> she is gonna just whoop Fairy Abraham. Are you gonna embarrass Man, me now? Gonna I want to get I want to get both. No, I won't embarrass you. Oh, but okay, your cool, cool, your cool. recap of the it story. It was awful. I had told Scott this story. I was like, here, throw this one in the in the dock. And Scott wrote it up, and I looked, and I was like, what the fuck? Well, no, it, it is no, basically... No, 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 it actually gets worse. I'm out myself even worse. So you said something, and I'm like, you just gave me the gist. Well, then I Googled it, brought up the story, which came from the New York Post, and I read, I read the story, but I'm trying to do my job and also write the story. So I'm like, I'm going back and forth. And I'm skimming through the story, trying to get the details. I'm like, all right, I got this. And this is what he said or whatever. It was just completely fucked. Like, I call, I, I tried to combine the two, the two of the women. Uh, I said, oh, it was. I had right, her, I had her fighting flavor flavor. I'm going to do it. Here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This was Scott's. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, this is, um, nope, this isn't it. Where's it at? Hang on. Uh, here it is. This was Scott's original <laughs> script for that story. Oh my god! Speaking of Connor, you didn't think we'd have Tank on and not talk about the big <laughs> announcement this week. That's right, guys. The wait is over. We're finally going to see the return of the heavy hitter. That's right. It's Teen Mom star and former ex of the one and only Flava Flav, Farah Hoops Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's announced she'll get in the squared circle for a celebrity boxing match to raise awareness for bullying. No word on who she'll fight, so fellas, who do we want to see her fight? <laughs> so many different ways i said it was basically like you know when you tell your dad a story and yeah. then he relays it and you're like dad what the fuck are you talking that's about that's not even it dad <laughs> that, that wasn't even close to what i told you you got none of the details right <laughs> scott was bobby moynihan's character from weekend update the the secondhand story news guy where he's like 
yeah, you hear about this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you hear about Pharaoh Hoops? <laughs> it's it's like your, your dad's like Rihanna Beyonce. It's like it's like that's not, they're they're two separate people, and you didn't see either of their names right. <laughs> Uh, sorry and to neither blow your... of them are country singers. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> sorry to blow your spot up. It's man. nah, man. It's it cool. It was it was bad because then I read the. I'm like, well, what did I read? And I looked. I'm like, I just didn't read. It just it just saw words and just started typing because that didn't the, the article didn't say anything that I wrote. So and I mean, it's an important story. You guys are going to be talking about week to week leading up to the fight. <laughs> it really is, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm excited for you the press the conference. Right. I want to get both of them on the show. I don't in interviews I, with Hoops and Farrah. I feel like that's or totally hoops. doable. I think so. Like, I think it's, that, that is not that, out of the realm. That doesn't of seem our like a reach at all. Yeah. they are going to want some form of payment. You, you gonna yeah, but they can get a couple of tickets. Wait, We'll get him some Minuteman tickets. A couple of topical tornadoes. Yeah. We'll get him some Minuteman tickets. We'll <laughs> throw we got this topical passion fruit they can have. Hey, I've seen Farrah's going rate for that Cameo uh, website. She's looking for like 30 bucks to <laughs> shout out so we could get her on the show for a few minutes. All right, let's get into our last story of Upper Deck because the music has stopped for a reason. And that's because this week, Jalen Ramsey tried to slide into some DMs and he failed hard. So ladies and gentlemen, yes. another edition of Craft Brood Sports Theater. Uh, I will be playing the part. <laughs> this week on Craft Brood Sports Theater, I will be playing the part of Random Woman. Ho. Uh, Scott. She's not a that's, ho. She's No, she's not. Approached. That's a very horrible thing <laughs> to say. This was, this was just. I, ho. <laughs> it just she's felt right in the. Show. <laughs> playing the part of early 2000s Eminem is Mike Burlon. <laughs> Uh, I will be playing the young lady in the story. Uh, Scott will be playing uh, the douchebag Jalen Ramsey. <clears throat> Eyes looking emoji. Hi. Hey, how old are you? I'm 21. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Just had to make sure. LOL. Why? What's up? You fine. ASF. LOL. Haha, <laughs> thank you very much. But don't you have a girl and a newborn baby? Crying, laughing emoji. You're welcome, and LOL. Yeah, I do have a baby girl and a situation. But what that <laughs> got to do with you? <laughs> well, congrats on the baby girl. Thank you. Blocks chick. <laughs> Unseen. Craft Brood Sports Theater. <laughs> Holy shit, Jalen Ramsey. He just flat out was like, yeah, but what's it got to do with you? Like, I can't believe that. She was probably laying next to him, too. <laughs> oh, definitely. Both yeah. the baby and his baby mama. Yeah, he, he put the yeah, baby I got a situation, sleep. but what I got to do with you, boo? <laughs> One, I like how the opener is like, what's your age? Because I need to figure that out first. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of. Don't want to be a statutory rapist. Right. So let's Been down this road that. before. Like, so yes. illegal. So if, if you say 16 block. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, then, and then, and then, when he refers to his, she's like, "Oh, you have a girl," and he's like, "I have a situation." <laughs> Mike, the situation, yeah. from Jersey Shore. <laughs> it's like oh, somebody, somebody call that a long-term girlfriend, fiance. I got a situation. I got a situation. Here, you know, it's a little something. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Uh, there you go. This has been Upper Deck, brought to you by Instagram and Minute my Man ability tickets. to read. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, let's uh, let's get into this tank because you have a, a couple shows coming up that we wanted to talk about. Uh, so the first one's coming up on the seventeenth, right? 
Yeah, man. August. Yeah, yeah. next Friday night. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good. Got to get these plugs in. <laughs> I'm going to blame this on the topical pale ale. That's fair. That's there we fair. go. It, well, <laughs> blame it on Farrah Hoops, Abraham. <laughs> it's kind of hot and wet. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so, so next Friday I got a show at uh, Three Points Urban Brewery. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, really dig that place. So the cool part about that brewery is their whole concept is, is they're an art brewery. So... Every month they're going to have different artwork there. They're featuring different artists, and they're actually going to be able to change out their uh, the face of their bar with different art. So uh, Dude, they, that's so awesome. Yeah, man, it's it's a really cool setup. So they welcome me in for next week. I did um, I did a uh, hundred slaps for the show. Uh, slaps are these dudes are like little. Um, uh, it's the priority mail stickers that you get from the post office. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you draw on top of them, and two things kind of happen with them. Either they end up on a street post, or they end up, you know, you trade them with your friends. So I started making these, and uh, it's a good size to work in for me, and so I decided to combine them together. I made 100 of them, and they're going to be at the show next week. So we're going to open up at 6. Uh, you can purchase them at that time, but at, uh, we're not going to take anything off the wall till 8 o'clock. So if you want to come down and see the full piece all together, or 100 pieces together, you can. And then uh, the whole goal is to go from 100 pieces to zero on the wall at the end of the night. How much are you selling them for? Uh, 15 bucks a piece, two for 20, three for 30, etc. Hell yeah. Get tank paid is what we're looking to do here. Cause, all right, so you got 100 of those. What's your favorite one that you've done? Because uh, you have some legit, like anybody that follows you on Instagram at Neil to No One has seen some of these slaps. Because you used to do like time lapse videos of you actually like putting these together and, and, and making these. And it's really impressive to watch that shit go down. Uh, so, tons of different characters that you've done. Uh, is there a favorite? Is that gold dust? Yeah, I got a gold God dust piece. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's My favorite amazing. one that I've seen has been Macho Man. I do have a Macho, macho Man, and he's got the, you know, the nice. Pointing. I see. I see Boba Fett and Spider Man. I don't need to go any further. Yeah. Um, I think my favorites are either. Uh, I really dig this Jason that I made. This was. This one was That's pretty cool. Legit. Uh, I also really like uh, the Cover Commander that I did. Oh shit! Which is a lot of fun. And uh, I mean, forever Ric Flair. <laughs> so th- those are those are three of the things. But yeah, there's a. It's a wide range of pop culture. I got Marvel stuff, Star Wars stuff, Harry Potter stuff, uh, horror movie stuff. Uh, all sorts of different things in the show. So it's going to run across the board pretty well. So if you're into some kind of nerddom, I probably got something for you. <laughs> right. So you got a hundred of them. Is there a plan once all these are sold? Uh, Cause it's all going to sell out on the 17th. Is there a plan to just start a new one right up again? Yeah, I'm going to end up doing uh, uh, oh, my Lord. next show will be uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead three. And uh, the theme of that one's going to be music. So I'm going to be doing all sorts of like, uh, nice. like, like basically my favorite musicians. So that's that's what each one of these series is. It's always just me picking like stuff that I'm a fan of, and then doing a lot of drawings of that. How long have you been working on these hundred? Uh, they were about a half hour a piece, so I probably got over fifty hours into the show Holy so far. Shit, man, that's some dedication. Because I would get like one of those done and be like. All right, fuck it. That was a lot of work. Dude, I can't draw stick figures, so I mean, <laughs> all of this is so impressive to me. Anybody who can draw with any little bit of talent, I'm always just like, oh my god, it's so amazing. <laughs> like these are great too. I mean, these are more than just you know your average. Oh uh, yeah, I can kind of draw. I love these. Every oh, time you thanks. post them online, I'm just like, man, fucking. I wish I could draw like even a little bit. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really fun series to work on, and uh, it's, it's definitely been a good time. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's been very cool. So I'm looking forward to having that. Um, and then the following week after that, uh, I'm going to be up at Cappy's. I'm doing live art up there with Jackie O's Brewery. So I'll be out for that with, uh, uh, with my brand Neil to Know one. You're, you're rocking our shirt tonight. Yes, Thank sir. you very much. Yes, so sir. we're gonna have uh, two different hat, uh, two different shirts, uh, and the new hot pin that I'm rocking on my hat. So nice. come out, check that out, and then back to uh, on August 31st, I'm back down the three points for more live art, and I'm going to be painting one of the boards from their uh, their bar I'm doing. So like I said. Um, they set up their bar so that every three to four months they're going to change out the front facade of the entire 360 degree bar and they're going to have a different artist paint that. And so I'm painting the, uh, the, the, uh, October through, uh, December slot. Dude, that is uh, when tank told me about that, I was like, that's That's such a cool idea too. And it's such a really cool, like if you think about it from the brewery's perspective, your brewery is always changing and updating Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, a different, a different style every time. Like that's such a cool idea on their part. Uh, uh, so how big are the, are these pieces that you're working on for that bar? Because that facade has to be pretty gigantic. So the average piece is like two feet tall by about four feet wide. And there's 13 of them. Oh, my God. Can yeah. you give us uh, – I mean, October, we can kind of maybe infer a little bit as to what it is. But we can give us some clues as to what that's going to look like. Are you going to hold it for like a surprise? So what they're wanting is uh, the kind of the headshots that I did for these. But they want them like in a, in a macro scale, like a very large version of that. Uh, but it's going to be, uh, basically it's going to be original characters. So I'm going to try nice. not to do pop culture characters. I'm going to try that, that already exist. I'm going to try to make up 60, probably, it's probably going to be about 60 of my own characters. Holy shit, man. Yeah. What, what kind of concepts are you going to use for creating your own original, like um, any inspiration or anything? Yeah. So right now I've been looking at some pro wrestling stuff and kind of like taking bits and pieces, of different people and making my own characters. Okay. Um, so I'll be doing some of that. Uh, I like today I was sketching like, uh, like a crazy, like Hesher band leader. So like the dudes that like re- lead marching bands, but he had like a huge beard and like long flowing hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be playing with a lot of different stuff. And, um, hopefully they give me the go ahead on doing some monsters. And if that happens, then it's just going to open up with fangs and claws and third eyes and, <laughs> and, and all like, sorts of stuff. So like, we're going to be like an inspiration. Us three are going to be an inspiration for like three of them, right? They're gonna, yeah. We're working yeah. in. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. three out of the right, 60, cool, 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 cool. I got 57 more to go. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad <laughs> idea. Actually, to have a good, hey, a good base in there, <laughs> Joe getting it in. <laughs> Look at these three characters. <laughs> All I know is I'm beautiful. So, like, if you want to use my likeness, you're free to do. It. <laughs> Just bleep out my name when you do it. That's right. Uh, yeah, now but I'm, then put it back in in the update. Maybe I'm, 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 I'm just gonna treat Joe like NCAA 2015, where like he's just gonna have a number but not a name. <laughs> it'll, it'll, Fair. It'll, 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 it'll just be like Engineer One. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! That is—I think that is such a cool idea. So you said you're doing one of the the boards live. At yeah, the so I'll be doing. I'll paint one of the boards live on August 31st, and like I said, it will install in October, and then finally, uh, kind of finishing up here locally, uh, September 29th, I'm going to be doing live art at Streetside Second Anniversary. So that'll be going down, and then also in September, I'm doing a live art for Predator down in Lexington. Holy shit, man! So yeah. live art. I, I mean, I've, I know you've talked about that before, and you've talked about it on the show before. How much pressure do you feel doing like a live art piece like that with like people watching you and I used to I used to freak the fuck out like when I first started doing it. I'd be shitting my pants. Because one of my trials by fire was uh, I was one of my first time I did live art. It was at Lexington Comic Con back in like 2016, and so it was just like a bunch of comic book dudes 
that I was drawn with. So dudes like Jim Mafu and uh, Scotty Young and these other just killers that like all these guys do is draw like eight hours a day. So you're up there against these monsters and you're just getting crushed. And like I, I remember like going upstairs at the bar and like I, I was literally shaking because I was so frustrated at how shitty Holy I did. Shit, man. And uh, you know, but so it's just it's like anything else in life. It's like get your ass kicked, get the fuck up, get back in. And so I just started doing that. And now, man, I love it. Like I'm now I'm relaxed. You know what I'm doing? I go into it with a plan. Uh, and I just like, I just like, uh, rock it out. You know, it's like, it's way fun. Uh, you know, people come up, check it out. They enjoy it. And, uh, you know, just make something that I know I can crush in like about two hours and have fun with it. Do you get the drunk dudes that are rolling up? They're like, Hey man, can I, can I do a part? Like, let me, can I see that real yeah. quick? I want to do some shit. Yeah. Sometimes. I want to do some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just picture like what. 21-year-old Mike would do if he rolled up on, like, a live art show you in a brewery. Guy. Yes, I was a drunk douchebag in college. 100% <laughs> true. Yes. I am exactly what you thought I was in college. Yes, that was me. Uh, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you not punch somebody in the face for, for trying to come up and fuck with your shit? So it's kind of like you go into customer service mode for a minute, and you give them, like, about a 30-second window to be cool. And then if they don't figure out how to be cool, then you tell them to the fuck off. <laughs> so you just you just kind of got to judge. Spitting your, their food. Yeah, you just kind of you just kind of got to judge your window where you, where you're like, oh hey, cool, yeah, no, hey, thanks, you know, it's really fun, yeah, man, I like to see your stuff. Hey, let me just finish this up, man. I'll talk to you in a minute, okay? Okay, cool. And then if that doesn't work, then it, then then it's hey, you step the fuck off, man. I'm trying to work. Here. See, I feel yeah, I feel like most people wouldn't fuck with you. Like if it was me, they'd just push me out of the way, like give me a wedgie and then finish painting my canvas for me because uh, I'm I'm a little bit. But you are now true story. <laughs> you are now damn right. <laughs> Fuck both of you. <laughs> did you just spit beer I, into your eyebrow? Yeah, I, the I, fuck I, did that I, happen? I, I, I blew into my beer and it foamed back up at me when Joe said, "Damn right." <laughs> it's unreal. It got me. Uh, but you're like trained now. You're trained that you could whoop the shit out of somebody if they came up and started messing with you during live art. I I don't know, man. Like I I, I feel okay. I feel like if if somebody were to that's a yes. Tanksman, <laughs> damn let's, yes. Let's back this up for a second. Tanksman doing some jujitsu and actually just uh, moved up a ranking. You're no longer just the noob. No longer just a noob. Like, I have I have one stripe. Yeah. Which, so in other words, Tank could take down anybody in this room. <laughs> like with look, ease. let's be let's be real. He, he never need needed yeah, any yeah, of that yeah, shit yeah. to yeah. take down <laughs> me for sure. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna talk shit about y'all, but he didn't need jujitsu to whoop my ass. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but like jujitsu is but. It, kind of creates also that that other side of it where you, you like you don't realize like how many silent killers are walking among us like how many like 145 pounds of dudes <laughs> that if you just get on the wrong side could fuck you up like it's kind of scary i am not one of them yeah like there there i ran into some dude yesterday that was like 130 pounds and he's he's like a collegiate wrestler and it's and they, they were like if you don't know wrestling they're like do not spar with this guy he will fuck you up and i was like fair shit. enough i'm not messing with the 130 pound dynamo over there that's just gonna be dropping me What's the worst thing that's happened to you in jujitsu? Like the the worst position you've been put in? Uh, turtle's pretty bad. That's not good. But the the, the absolute worst what's is turtle. Wait, what's turtle? Uh, Before you go on, okay. So just uh, when it's poking out just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little head. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> you, you never turtled, bro? I mean, I've turtled. Theater of the mind. <laughs> 34 years old, you, you don't know what turtle is? Shit, you ain't never lived. What's well, called edging now. 
Anyway, what, what's a turtle time? Uh, tur- uh, turtles when you're on your knees and you're kind of buried with like your head in the ground. The, the worst thing is oh, when you're on, the worst thing is Ouch. when you're on your stomach. There's just nothing you can do from on your stomach. So if you're on your stomach and someone's on your back, you're in a bad spot. Jesus Christ! I, <laughs> I no feel thanks. like I feel like I'd get put in those positions like immediately. Like people would just oh, be yeah. like, let's just see how quick we can make this guy cry. Yeah, yeah. and but, it's very quick is but, the answer. But you figure it out. It's very much like a video game where it's like <laughs> you fuck something up and you're like, oh, I can't go that way. And then you learn and then you just keep getting better at the game. So it eventually pays off. Or you just keep mashing buttons and hope for an outcome that works. Yes, sir. That's me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing this coming at you. Oh, I found a move that works. I'm going to keep doing it. Like sweet, like sweet, love sweet. Oh, crazy, fist, crazy fist, crazy fist, crazy <laughs> fist. Uh, Dukin. Uh, Bitch, you can't keep doing the same move. That's cheating, man. I'm not fucking playing with stop you me, Stop me. Go, just you try, go, stop me. Go ahead. Stop me. You got to get past the fireball. Figure it out. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, the drug line is open. Everybody four four zero thirty seven drunk. Feel free to call in. Uh, Tank, can you give us a quick recap of those dates because you went through them pretty quick. Uh, August seventeenth, August seventeenth. Yep, a hundred slaps. This can be down three points in Cincinnati. Uh, August twenty fourth, catch me up at uh, Cappy's. Uh, August thirty first, back down to three points. And September twenty ninth, going to be at Streetside. Uh, all those are in Cincinnati or in the suburban areas of Cincinnati. And I'll also be doing uh, live art for Predators the weekend. It comes out on Saturday down in Lexington, which I believe right now is like September fifteenth. Uh, just Google release date for Predators. I'll be there at Saturday. What's a <laughs> or it's a predator? Yeah, that predator. Predators already happened. <laughs> what's a what's three points like? I've never been to it's that awesome. brewery. I mean, what types of beers can you expect? Is it like normal or because I know like some of these Cincinnati breweries now are coming out with like like urban artifact yeah. focuses on sours. Yeah. Are they just like a normal straight up like well, you're gonna get yeah all man. The styles? No, they got it across the board. Like, nice. like I went there today. They had a stout on draft. They got a double IPA. They got a pale ale. They're they're doing loggers right now. They got a Vienna lager. They got a pilsner. So, you know, they're, they're hitting across the board. They're trying to hit everybody's taste. Uh, it's a really cool setup, uh, really cool angular art on the wall. Uh, you can see the like the actual brewing vessels and like all the kegs from the, the tap room. And they got it's a, always my it, favorite part. It, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. The, sometimes you'll meet people that own breweries that will be like, hey, nobody really cares yep. about seeing that. And it's I'm like, like, no, man, that's why it's I It's like come why here. people go there. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see a dude fucking like working his ass off in the back while I drink, and I'm like, ah, this is cool because he made this. You made the thing I'm drinking. Yeah, it's the whole reason you're there. So <laughs> otherwise, it's like, oh, I'm at a, uh, bar. a bar. Yeah, <laughs> with the limited selection. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. No thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the worst of both worlds. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. You are very rabbit. Joe missed the rap horn last week. That's what it is. He's making, oh making it up. Gosh, I missed it so much. <laughs> like I felt that itch in my finger all weekend long when I was watching the show. Like, oh man, Joe, do you do you have the rap horn as a shortcut on the on your phone? So like when you're in elevators, you can blast it out. You know, not in elevators because I don't. My work doesn't have any elevators, but like I'll just lay in bed like right before I go to sleep, and it's just like that. <laughs> Y'all said that, that release, that like soothing release, and it's just oh yeah, <laughs> kind of like this you, beer. Joe, the next time, the, <laughs> ne- the, the, the next time after you go to the bar and you, and you get a one night stand, will you please bust out the rap air horn at the end and video oh, that? Just, just mass group text all three of you and just yeah. rap yeah. air horns. Yes. Yes. Want, yeah. Oh man, no, or like right when you get done, I mean, literally, let's roll over and hit the button and be like. <laughs> It'll be like work the, it in. It'll be like the sex gong off Scrubs. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Just DJ Airhorn. I was like, my man. Back in the seventies, it was a cigarette. Now it's a rap Airhorn. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll try and work it in. But if you would like to meet me or Tank, come down to his Three Mags Brewing because I will also be there watching him. So come out and hang out. Yeah, with us. <laughs> nice. nice. Joe's would, on board. I would love to come down. I, uh, I mean, how are they with newborns? Is it is that cool? Are I, they cool with newborns? I don't feel. <laughs> like I don't they, know about like they got fresh. They, they got. They, they, they don't got a problem with newborns. They got it's problems like, with parents of newborns bringing them in there. They're looking at you sideways. The newborn, they're like, ah, okay, but what the fuck is wrong with your father? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fuck are you bringing them in? Here, I mean, man? your kid's still in that like soft head stage where like if he if he like Dude. catches a like a like somebody bumps into him, his whole head might cave in. Yeah. Oh well. So I I feel like I can make this pitch to my wife because when my son was born a week later, we went to her sister's wedding. Uh, so that's kind of like the same thing. So I think I can make that like. <laughs> I think I can make this work a That's week right. later. You just have to like the pitch it like he is important, as important as that. Right, right. right. Like like, family matters. You yeah, know? yeah. Tank is <laughs> Tank is like my brother, so we got to go support him. So pack up the kids. Daddy's gonna go drink some beers. Do I have to wear a wedding a wedding dress? Do I have to be like that like that cover <laughs> yes. of SI yes, with Rodman? Yeah, Ricky Williams. Yeah, Ricky Williams. Rodman showed up to a autograph session. China. Yeah, like he. It was That's just true. an autograph session, but Ricky Williams was okay, on the cover. Uh, right. The, That's where I thought the but analogy he was, was refer- going. No, no, no. I understand. He was referencing. I understand. I no, thought no, the analogy. Ch- Motherfucker, I- you white as mayonnaise. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, trying to cover, but you. No, 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 no. I'm playing. I'm playing. I wasn't letting it slide. I got outed on my script, so you got outed too. <laughs> now we even. <laughs> Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> fine. I'll just take the L. That's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, be sure to check out Tank at any of those art shows coming up. Uh, so much fucking good stuff that he does. Let's talk a little MMA since Tank is in the house and he is uh, our resident MMA expert. He's weighed in so often uh, over the past and set us Blogged for us. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with MMA. But I, I still don't. I do know what I'm talking about when it comes to Connor and Khabib because that is the big story Kebab. in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm racist. I, I didn't know his name, and I seriously I was like, "Why do you pronounce this kebab, Khabib? I don't know." It's like when I talk to my dad, and he's and he, and he and he's like, "Man, I like Steepy," and I'm like, "You mean Steepy?" And he's like, "Yeah, Steepy." I'm like, "Okay, well, that was what Michael Snipe. <laughs> that was what Mike said. He was like, "I gotta not fuck this up like last time." I really want to see see Steepy Miocic at, at an REM concert singing. That would be awesome. <laughs> Every time I see his name come up, I think of that show that you were on when I was like, Stipe, and you were like, Steve, and I was like, I, yeah, that one too. Yeah, fuck, God damn it. Michael Stipe coming to a, just, to a, to a UFC <laughs> octagon to fight. Just, just dancing in the corner of the octagon. Oh, shit. Just a reminder, that interview with Tank was brought to you by Rally House. <laughs> Next time you need to suit up or rep your team, be sure to go to 12OnSportsRadio.com and click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to 12OnSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 12OZSportsRadio.com. <laughs> All right. So out. it came out, dude. We <laughs> sold all the fuck out. Uh, it came out this week that uh, Connor and Khabib are fighting. Um, if you don't remember, the night that Connor McGregor went absolutely fucking nuts and threw a dolly at a bus, it was a fight that Khabib was at. Uh, he was headlining that fight, right? Yeah. Well, so it was. They were. Yeah, they were doing like a weigh-in, and yeah, he showed up. Oh, that's right. It was the weigh-in. It wasn't the fight. You're right. Yeah. yeah no and, and then Khabib went and got on the bus, and then Connor and his dude showed up late. It, so the story goes, it showed up late. They were trying to confront him at the press conference. That didn't happen. And then allegedly, they might have been on cocaine. 
And then literally they picked up a dolly and threw it out a window. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, so hands down, they were definitely on cocaine. Like there's there's no doubt about it that Conor McGregor was he had some booger sugar going into that. Like there was he was definitely high. How fucking insane are you if you're like, I'm gonna pick up a dolly and throw it on a bus and fill with people and just see what happens. (laughs) Oh shit, Mike McGlone's listening in. Hey Mike, uh, thanks for joining in. Mike McGlone, uh, brother of Famous Pat boxer, Pat McGlone. Yeah, Pat McGloin. Yeah, you dickhead. <laughs> Sorry. Pat I wanted McGloin. to do that last week so bad, but I'm like, oh, man, he's so cool. Yeah, he was super cool. <laughs> and Pat won his fight in like 15 seconds. Whooped what that the shit. Blasted that dude. Oh, man, Ryan Walters didn't see what was coming. He was like, hey, this guy is purdy, and then got slapped in the <laughs> fucking face. Uh, it was amazing. One of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, Ryan Walters' uh, steady diet of Walmart foods and palm oil did not pay off. <laughs> That dude got smashed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he put out his Marlboro Light before he got in the ring. He's like, hold on a second. Put it on the bottom of his, of his, of his boxing shoes. All right. That beat the fuck out of him. That was the highlight. The best was I didn't get to see it live. So I was asking Joe, and Joe was like watching, and he was like, yeah, Pat hasn't fought yet. And then it shows up on Rough and Rowdy's Instagram that Pat beat the fuck out of this dude. I was like, hey, Joe, uh, is there a delay? Joe was like, oh, I, I must have missed it. <laughs> Why would you agree to fight, to fight a firefighter in an I amateur never fight? Like that makes no sense. Like his whole job is to be in shape and pick up heavy shit and put out fires. Yep. Yep. And like, uh, like what are you doing with your life? I mean, working at Little Caesars. <laughs> like, I mean, them pizzas ain't that heavy. <laughs> That'd yep. have been an improvement on this dude's life based off what we talked about last week. Man, that dude looked rough. Been, all he does is play paintball. Uh, and lose boxing matches, <laughs> apparently. That's it. Is he, a, <laughs> is he a professional paintball or an amateur? Well, I don't know. He had a, he had a mark on his neck. Uh, so who is knows? It, is he trying to get in the league? The paintball league? so, yeah. He's, he's like, I'm going pro in paintball because <laughs> boxing isn't going to work out for me. And <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Walters. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, shout out to Pat for an amazing victory last week. You can still get it. I think you can still buy the replay for $19.99. So if you're really interested, go buy that. Uh, fight. Watch Pat beat the shit out of the dude. There's also a guy called Raccoon Boy who got wheeled down to the ring in a garbage can, and then he climbed out of the garbage can and fought. Hey, hey, breaking, <laughs> breaking, breaking. Baker oh. Mayfield just threw his second touchdown just in that fight. Wow. What? I think you might be right on your two quarters prediction, because if he's still playing... He's already playing still in the third quarter. Yeah, he played for two quarters. I'll give you, I'll give you that one then. Um... All right, so Connor and Khabib is coming up in October. Um, I just, I just love the fact that Dana White, when that shit went down, was like, "This is this is the most awful thing that's ever happened." And oh dear God, the humanity. And then they're yeah. like, "Oh, by the way, this is going down." Oh, yeah. and here's the video. Right, and here's the, fucking <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Here's here's how we're gonna promo this fight. Here's Connor throwing a dolly. Oh man, it's like what kind of bullshit is yeah. this? Yeah, it's a it's completely ridiculous, and it just fuels my fire in terms of the. Uh, uh, the conspiracy theory I have. Oh, that that whole thing was staged. We, I, we said that right. We right said it. Re, we yeah. said it was staged, and that Connor got oh, a little, yeah, got a little. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, Seamus got a little fired up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> a little, 
Fire it up. <laughs> yeah, a little, little goddamn it, Seamus is what he got. And then he went and took it off the rails and went too far through a dolly. And that's when Dana White had to be like, oh, that's this is a horrible thing. This was unscripted. He was he was supposed to just come and bang on the windows. I mean, er, uh, <laughs> nothing yeah. was supposed to happen. Um, yeah, but uh, so now the fight's going down. So Connor obviously hasn't fought in MMA in quite a while. Yeah, like two the, years now? Yeah, something? the last time he saw any type of action besides throwing a dolly was uh, getting beat by Floyd Mayweather in the boxing ring. So do you think Connor stands any chance in this fight? Because Khabib is more battle-tested at this point. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I think this is the classic fight of a stand-up fighter versus a wrestler. Like, if he like, – Connor can drop anybody. I mean, he could drop a rhino. If, if Connor can catch him coming in and blast that jaw, it's over. Khabib's yeah. going to get wheeled out. But if Khabib can come in and take him down, man, that's not a place you want to be on the ground with Khabib. You don't want to be turtled up. I, yeah, no, no, no. And and he'll talk some shit to you while he's down there too, and let you and just break your spirit and let you know that it's a then, bad day. Then make you do push ups and pay you a couple bucks. Yeah, <laughs> possible motherfucker of the week. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I think that is the fight. It is it is the classic fight of a standing, uh, you know, a striker versus a grappler, and we'll see what happens, and we'll see who gets what. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen in this fight. I honestly don't. Yeah, I'm intrigued. How do those fights normally go when it's that matchup? Like who depends. Oh, I mean, I mean that is the, see how it holds up. I mean, that's the whole Damn thing. it! I mean, that hurts. <laughs> on, the, on, on the whole, the all, pretty much across the board, all the champions right now in MMA are wrestlers. I mean, wrestling is just such a great base to have for um, for MMA. You know, yeah. because then you can control if you want to stay on the ground, if you want to stand up, you can be on top of somebody, control their body movement and what you're going to let them do and not do. So it's a great thing to have. Khabib has that and can, you know, control almost anybody on this planet when it hits the ground. The question is, though, does he get clang with something when he's standing up and, you know, his CPU goes offline for, for <laughs> you know, for five <laughs> seconds and then they call the fight? CPU. <laughs> Shit, that's such a good way to put it. I mean, I mean, that's all it is. I mean, he can be the toughest motherfucker in the world, but if you get your fucking chin turned because you get smashed, all right, right that's you, it. If matter. you got to put money on it, who you put money on right now? Khabib. Oh man. damn, he said that, that quick without yeah. hesitation too. Yeah, that hurts. I mean, if I got to go grappler versus a guy that's been off for two years, I'm going grappler. I mean, what if you got to go grappler against the guy who's probably going to be high on coke? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if that's, that's a valid yet. question. I mean, I mean, it's like the Diaz brothers were the one time that like I forget it was Nick or Nate got high and fought Takinori Gomi, but you know, I mean, I don't know if you want to go and coke for an MMA fight. It seems like a bad idea. I don't know. I feel I like know. that just John's keeps the adrenaline going. Jones has like literally fought on cocaine like every single fight he had. <laughs> that's true. And I and one and one. And that's the that's the trick. And then did Dick Station boner pills, <laughs> which in and of itself is a roll of the dice. Damn. Blood flow. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go do some blue grill at BP and just, you know, have a night. <laughs> Alright, well that's the fight that we're gonna be looking forward to because uh that one that one might get me to buy another pay per view. It's rough right now, I'll man. I'll be there in the backyard. I it ain't gonna work. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm skipping UFC pay per views at this point. Dude, it's, it's rough, right? It's like it's fucking r- terrible. There's nothing that's there like every pay per view that I see come out, and I'm I would consider myself a, a average fan of the UFC. I like to watch dudes punch each other in the face. And I look at those fights and I'm like, there's one good fight and then a bunch of shit that I don't even care about. Like nothing that looks good.
good. They have a that. ranking system that means shit. Like fucking Brock Lesnar shows up after two years out, in which he pissed hot last time he was in there, pissing hot. And yeah, <laughs> bringing it back, <laughs> motherfucker would melt the cup. <laughs> He's got napalm coming out of his dick. That's how hot it is. Like it's ridiculous. Like, it's just it's just so bad right now. It's like it's like make rankings mean something. Make it mean something. You have to fight your way up the card to get to a championship. Yeah. Like I get this the entertainment era, and then just everybody stop trying to be Connor. Just be yourself. Take whatever your personality is and crank it up to eleven. But stop trying to be Connor. Like the Diaz brothers aren't trying to be Connor. They're like just two stoners from Sacramento who fuck right. you up. <laughs> and I love those dudes. I want to go hang out at their house and throw knives with them. <laughs> be like the Diaz's. I think it comes down to the <laughs> UFC needs to needs to go that WWE route where there's more free content of like legit up and comers and not like free content of dudes that it's like well I may never see this guy again yeah uh, and then it ends right. up with a it leads into a pay per view pay per view is dying man there's just so few events that people are willing to pay money for especially now with illegal streams. Hundred percent right. I mean, not that I know about that, but well, yes. and, and even then, when you do pay for the stream, like you tried to, and then you get blocked out, you Those know, motherfuckers. So it's like still so salty about. I that. would be salty as fuck if I were you. Hundred dollars. I got it back, but fuck them. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys want to talk NBA or this NCAA shenanigans? Let's do the Christmas Day thing real quick. Okay. Uh, here is uh, NBA came out with their Christmas Day schedule. Here is your Christmas Day schedule for the NBA starting at noon with the Bucks versus the Knicks. What? DJ Airhorn. Are the Knicks the Knicks are always on Christmas Day, right? I don't mm, think so. Think so. No. So the Knicks, yeah, they not, played no, last no. year, right? The, the, no. I thought that, that's no. not an always thing. They played thing last at all. year. No. Isn't it always like, I know they played okay. last Yeah, that's year. fine, but I'm just saying that's not an always okay, thing. Okay, so that's a, Is there any team in the NBA that's just like always on Christmas whatever Day? Whatever one LeBron's on? Yeah. Okay. Lakers, yeah. <laughs> Lakers, 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 Warriors, Cal. Warriors. Yeah, the Okay. I thought that's my bad. I thought the Knicks were No, 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 it's fine. Cuz then I was like, all right, this kind of makes sense. No, it's not like it's not like football where it's like always Lions, Packers, Thanksgiving. Okay. This is this is the NBA just hoping that someday the Knicks will finally get their shit together, well, and then they'll definitely always be on it's Christmas not like Day, that. right? So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So that's your noon game that nobody's really going to watch, anyways. Three o'clock game is uh, Oklahoma City versus Houston. Who's that guy though? Uh, the Greek Freak. Yeah. No, 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 bro. What's his name? Uh, Giannis. Yeah. Uh, Antetokounmpo. Oh shit, he got it. I'll, it, right? I'll, get, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I got. As soon as you said, because the last, because the last time on the show, going back through. He said pissing hot, and I was like, ha, that's a reference to the old show. And then I, I also came across you trying to say Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, my God, I fucked that butchered one up it so And as soon as bad. you – that's why I was like trying to gloss over it. Yeah, as soon yeah, as you yeah. Called Greek me freak. Out, I got right in my head. It got right in my head. I'm like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. Let's space this out. There's some names, man. There's just some stuff that you just cannot say. Yeah. The, you, you were fine. You're good. It'll, it'll work. You're good. It's close enough. You made it. Uh, three o'clock game is the Thunder versus the Rockets, uh, which I think is a pretty solid matchup that's and good. probably that's one that that's I would watchable. put later on in the in the day because that's going to end up being the team that plays no, the yeah, Warriors. No, no. no, it's just because you, you don't want all of the matchups to not be kind of worth a damn. Uh, it's it, they're starting at noon and you kind of got to stagger them. That's the third best of the matchups that they have coming behind those. So. That that one is a good one to get people to to sit down. I guess that is so. It's a good lead in. Yeah, usually, usually the is... three o'clock game is like the prime time game because yeah. it is it's in between West Coast. It's right after noon, 
Like it's, it's at noon it's over at on the noon. West Coast. Yep. On the East Coast, it's right after lunch in between dinner and lunch. So it's like right when everybody's like sick and tired of watching like a Christmas story for yep. like the 10th time of that day. Not me. I never nope. get tired. Yeah. So, that, 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 so it's like, bro. all right, let's flip over. Let's watch some basketball before dinner. And yeah. So that's usually like with the biggest know, one. You've eaten some lunch. Good, you, you took a walk with that one cousin with the one hitter. You come back. You're ready, you're ready to go. <laughs> you know, it's Saturday afternoon. You're watching that. You're watching it on Christmas with the, with the basketball. Well, if that's the case, if three o'clock is supposed to be the sweet spot, then that makes sense. Cause I think that's probably the best game out of all of them uh, only because they're going to be battling for second place behind the Warriors come playoff time. Uh, the, one of those teams is going to be challenging the Warriors in the Western, Western Conference Finals. So I'm cool with that then. The 530 game right after that is the Sixers and the Celtics. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get that. That's your Easter, likely Eastern Conference yeah, Finals no, because I, the I, Raptors I know what they're doing the there, but I, the, the game prior is better matchup. Yeah. Well, that's because the West is better. But yeah, yes, okay. Yes. okay. Uh, and then the 8 o'clock game that night is going to be the Lakers and the Warriors. LeBron versus the Warriors. No. I think this is such... I get it. I understand yeah. why they do we it. We called this in the group chat like that this was going to happen. Although we, we discussed that a much better matchup would have been to do Lakers Boston yeah. just because you have the old school rivalry. And I think that if you would have had Warriors versus Rockets, which would likely still be the Western Conference Finals, maybe not just because the Rockets are like, but the one that most people think would happen and people want to see, yeah, what can the big three of the, the Rockets do against the Warriors? That would have been a, a good matchup to have. Yeah. I think that's better than them versus OKC. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's just those two matchups mean that the other ones can't happen, and so we talked about how, it, but this one was so predictable that they were just going to yep. make sure that LeBron was facing off against the Warriors, like, no matter where he was. He he could have been playing for the Hornets, and they would have been yep. like, ah, oh, Hornets-Warriors, your Christmas <laughs> Day primetime game. Like, which is crazy, because every projection shows the Lakers not even making the playoffs, which so is maybe why, that's why they're doing it, because they're just like, oh, yeah, he's going to lose by, like, 30 on Right, and that's why it's a stupid matchup. I mean, I no, this he will win this like, game. The Lakers will win this game, and the reason why is then people then they can have that hype train of oh, the yeah. Lakers, the Lakers might make a run out, and then the Lakers will, will oh, set so out. So this is the, you reading into the like the yeah. NBA's yeah, 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 fix. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, being yeah, NBA yeah. fix guy right now. Yeah, no, no I'm not being NBA fix because guy. they they're gonna lose by 30. They're gonna lose by 30, <laughs> and LeBron won't play the last like, you gonna 15 give me 30? minutes. You're giving me 30 on this. I will give you 30 points right now. You want, you want to shake on shots? camera? How many shots? How many shots are we betting? One per ten? Ooh. Three shot bet? Deal. I'm in. I'm in. Shake. Uh, it's not on camera, Damn. but yeah. Oh, there it is. Shaking on camera. There it is right there. Uh, Holy all shot. Right, so three shot. 30 points. That's a lot. 30 points. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's I mean, what I'm saying. They're going to lose for sure. And they're definitely going to lose. That. Well, I mean, they <laughs> could win. 30? That's a lot. They could win because it's basketball and no, crazy no, no, shit no, they're happens. They're not going to win. No, uh, no. The Warriors are going to win. Three. 30? Because the Lakers are going to take How their... How about that? <laughs> the Warriors are going to take the foot off the, their, the gas like, and their kicks at one point. It's LA plus 30. <laughs> Underlined. This right, might be the that, first time Mike ever wins a bet on this oh show. God. Although, that means he just going to lose. They're going to lose by 40. <laughs> LeBron's going to break his leg the game before, and Lonzo Ball is going to have to try to carry the team against the Warriors oh, on Christmas Day. If, and, if, uh, if you have to do the shots, will you please do the LeBron <laughs> thing where you smash the chalk and throw it up in the air before you do the three shots? Uh, yep, I think that's a good plan. <laughs> poor uh, poor Lakers. <laughs> and then the, the nightcap that of Christmas Day, 1030 at night, is the Trailblazers. Oh, another game? 
Yeah, Trailblazers. Holy versus shit, I didn't, even, I didn't even see that matchup. Yeah. Pacific Northwest, man, um, coming in late. <laughs> game of... When everybody's already passed the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, no doubt, like, right? Nobody's watching that shit. Game of who gives a fuck. Portland man. and Utah... Fan bases will be like, we have a game today. <laughs> They're gonna be like, ah, uh, it's Christmas. I don't want. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we're playing for fourth and fifth place in the West. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk NCAA because this is kind of the big story of the week, um, and we we definitely need to touch on it. So, Joe, why don't you break down the news that came out this week? Uh, because <laughs> I don't our, understand. In our pre-show chat uh, that we have. Joe tried to tell Scott and I, and we had all of the questions. And Joe was finally like, just stop. Like, just stop talking. Stop asking about this. So in one of the NCAA's biggest PR stunts ever, (laughs) they have passed blame off of themselves onto USA Basketball and Basketball Associations while allowing elite college and if the NBA ever allows high school players, seniors, to go into the NBA, they could get agents as well. So that is, if you are an elite basketball player in college after every single year, you have the option to sign an agent if you want to while you go into the NBA. There is also a caveat to the rule that if you do not get drafted, you have the ability to go back to college. That's the big thing. So Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with this. So yeah, at its face, this rule is a fantastic deal for the students because essentially you can declare for the draft. And if you don't get drafted, you're allowed to come back. And that's, I think that's a fucking great move. And, it, and it, it's something you that can come you, back if you don't hire an agent. Sorry, forgot to put that in there. So if you hire an agent, you cannot come back to college. Okay, wait uh, a second. Uh, God damn it. Hang that's on That's why I'm telling you this whole fucking thing Hang on a second. But why, why, why would you do that without an agent? There's no point. Right. There's, that's yeah. so, exactly so the, the caveat is stupid. before you leave, you now have, if you are declaring for the NCAA draft, you can't just the go the the NBA, or the, the NBA, NBA draft. draft. The NBA draft. You cannot just go and say, "Hey, I'm declaring," and then see where your stock is. Before you do that, you have to go to the NCAA's uh, ruling committee, and they will give you a grade to where they think you will go in the draft. So they're telling you where you're going to go before you even get into the draft, before you even touch an agent. If you decide to take that leap with their knowledge, then you are saying, "I don't care about the NCAA." I'm going to go no matter what they tell me is going to happen. So I'm going to sign that agent. So if you go and you sign an agent, you disregarded the NCAA and they're not letting you back in. If you sign the agent, if you go without the agent and you want to do everything by yourself, like who was the football player that didn't talk to anybody, but had his mama do it. That just came out. Lamar Jackson. Is that Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I was yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, yeah. that. Lamar Jackson was his, his agent, but she's not like an official accredited agent. Right. So he technically never hired an agent. He had his mom do all that went through like her personal email. That's why they never talked to anybody. So technically he never had an agent. So he like in this new rule, he could have came back to the NCAA, which is like what probably uh, LaMelo is going to do. LaMelo Ball. He's going to have his dad be his agent, but his dad is not legally an agent. This seems so like a very it. strange way to do this. It's, NC, it's, it's NCAA getting fucked. It's NCAA getting around the rules of, hey, we're going to like allow this stuff that we said not going to happen, but we want nothing to do with it. We're not going to tell people like if they're a lead or not. 
Um, but yeah, you can do it if you want to, so but I, it's not on us to tell you you can. So if I'm balling out on college campuses, I can have Mike be my agent? Like that's, Yeah, man. That's I think apparently... Since you can I'm, filter everything through him if you really wanted to. If you're willing to take that risk, because he's probably not going to get you max dealers, max deals, and max money. Well, that's why I'm switching over to Scott. Because Scott <laughs> will give you max money. I got he, you. He hustles. I, he hustles. I, I will grind that shit out. Yeah, one thing will screw my ass up. But here's what, okay, so here's what I'm confused about. All right, because no, I thought I had my head wrapped around this, and now it's all fucking gone to shit again. So basically... These kids can declare for the draft after every single year, and as long as they don't sign an agent, they can come back when they don't get drafted, right? If they want to. Once they... The NCAA... God damn it, this fucking rule! The NCAA is going to grade... Well, whoever U.S. Basketball and the NCAA are going to grade every person. And if you disregard them and sign the agent, then you're screwed. Okay, so, okay. right. So that's so, the thing. So, so, so the moment you sign an agent, then you can't yeah, so that's right. the then, you, then you don't become which an amateur. Is, which anymore. is no change from what it is now. Right. As soon as you sign an agent, you you're are, done. You're right. done. You yeah. can't come back. So, so the, there is no change to that rule technically. Not really. The only thing different is those elite players can now start forming deals for once they leave college. Right, right. yeah. A high school player is allowed to sign an agent of... Once, know. once, the, the high school players can't sign an agent until NBA allows high schoolers to come. Right, right. So, so, so it's really not even for, like, most college students, or no. even, even for most it's guys. It's like for two dudes. It's like the top two on each team. It's like one or two guys. That are going to get drafted in the first two rounds, yeah. Yeah. And not even, because there's 300 fucking Division One schools, so... I, I it's mean, down to like I just don't understand the top ten schools in the countries. Like essentially, there guys. there is still some good to this because you could it's it's like how baseball works where you can declare for the draft. You could get draft. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe that's my other question. Can you turn down your draft pick? Like if you get drafted, are you bound? No, nope, you can only go back if you do not get drafted. <sighs> Jesus oh, Christ, this man. just gets worse and worse. This fucking rule. I, I was. Optimistic that the NCAA yeah. did something good, and the more this that this should have known out, though anything with the NCAA's name on it is the biggest true. PR stunt. Window fucking dressing. That's it. I Mark Emmert and those fucks are never going to do anything that benefits anything other than themselves. It's fucking unreal, man. That that I mean, if they wanted to really shake things up, they could say, "Listen, here's what's going to happen." You can declare for the draft after every year, and if you don't like where you landed, if you don't, if you didn't get drafted, you're welcome back. Done. That's what well, they that's, should do anyway. They right, help exactly. their own pride. That's what MLB yeah. does. Yeah. Well, that's what they're stopping that short. They're saying before you get to that draft, we're telling you where your draft stock is. Right, right. I understand that. Uh, I under and and actually, it's come out that USA Basketball has has been like, what the fuck is this, man? Because we didn't yeah. agree to this shit. Why yeah, are you throwing right. this shit on us, NCAA? And it's because the NCAA is a bunch of fucking assholes. Uh, but my point being. The NCAA will allow a college baseball player to get drafted really high in the draft. Like, there's been dudes that have been drafted in the top five and then have been like, I don't want to play for that team. And they go back to college and play. Right. And nobody gives a shit. Like, everybody just keeps going with it. The difference with baseball is they have to give up their agent and they have to stay for, what, two to three years? It's three years, yeah. So they they can never talk to to a pro person or an agent for the whole three years that they're in college. That's fine, but you just said if a guy signs an agent, if if I'm a college freshman and I sign an agent because I I was graded as going high in the draft and then I don't get drafted, I'm not allowed back because I signed an agent. Like, 
these these ML, these kids in baseball can sign an agent, get picked number four, and be like, yeah, I don't like this team, so I'm going to go back to my school. That's before they go to college. That is before they go to college for baseball. If you're in high school, <laughs> man, fuck in college, in college, you can't do that. Once you go to college, you have to be there for three years. No, Once no, you go to I understand that. Baseball. But if you're, but if you're a a college junior and you get drafted, you can say, "Fuck you, I'm going back for my senior year." It just happened recently. Some dude just got drafted recently in like the top five, and then didn't want to go to the team and bailed and went back to school. And then I think the next year he got drafted like number three or something crazy like that. I'm telling you, I, I don't know who it was. Are you looking it up right now, Scott? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scott's on MySpace or some shit over there. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking to Tom? Are you watching that live game right now? I am not. Somebody are you lying tweeted to me? at me some bullshit. I swear to God, I'll show you. Do I need to close your laptop? No. Are you Somebody tweeted some shit? bullshit? Who tweeted at you? Somebody tweeted something about garbage because I said something about the 49ers and they could eat a dick. Yeah, you garbage. <laughs> Tank, what do you make Trash. of all of this? Because you're kind of sitting on the outside hearing this for the, the first time on the show. What, what, do you, what is your take on how absurd this all is? I love hate the NCAA, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I like by far they have the most uh, – the NCAA football season is the most like best – uh, regular season all sports. Like it is the one thing that I live and die for as far as sports go. It's the one thing I will follow week to week. And uh, college basketball is fun too, but it's just like there's so many rules for this bullshit that makes no sense. And it's like these guys aren't going to college, most of them for, you know, like trying to graduate. They're trying to go to get that next level. They're trying to get to play in the pros. Yeah. Let, let, let's treat it at that. Like treat them like the athletes that they are and let them make some money and let them have some decision making with their future and quit putting up these fucking barriers. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Like I would like to get to the point where college athletes can are technically eligible to be drafted after every season. They don't have to declare for anything. Uh, the pro league can come in and draft whoever they want. And then if the player doesn't want to go, they can go back to school and it doesn't matter. Like yeah. that's, I feel like well, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't how it should I, go I don't to. understand how the school is hurt. If the player doesn't get drafted, like I don't understand like why they can't come back to the school. Yeah. It's not like they like, I mean, it's not like there's a time period where now all of a sudden you're signing somebody to take that scholarship. Right. Like there's, it's a pretty small window, so it shouldn't really affect things too much. Um, I just, I got to be honest. NCAA is just hot garbage. You it, said love, hate, and it's just always hate with me. They're fucking crooks. No matter what yeah. they do, it's just going to be some bullshit where they're profiting off all of the skill of all these guys across all these sports. But any time that they try to do anything or there would be any type of rule where it kind of benefits them, they're going to tweak it and move it around to make sure, eh, but not really. Yeah. So it, the NCAA can suck my dick. Yeah, it's, it, it's, like, it's like you don't want to pay players, but you still have bowl games so that people that are associated with those bowl games can still make money. Fuck you, man. Right. Yeah. I, uh, first of all, can I, can I just say I don't like the draft process in general anyways? Like I think the leagues are kind of bullshit for well, that. What drives me nuts is we're just sitting here talking about it and breaking it down. Why are the draft processes so different across all these major sports? Like, yeah. why are there? It's so confusing to keep it straight. Yeah. And there's different rules for football, baseball, and basketball, and it should be more uniform. But because of the way the sports work and the money that they make off the different sports, nah, the NCAA is going to make sure that they keep these football players and basketball players in line because that's their bread and butter. They don't really give a fuck what happens with the baseball kids because it's like, eh, that's an afterthought. Right. But, and it's clear by the way the rules are set up. 
But I, I, I think just in general, I don't like the idea of the draft. I understand that, like, they're trying to balance out the league and they want the worst teams to get the best players so that they can move up. But at the end of the day, like, I think it should be run how college is run now, where teams come, pitch a guy, and the, the kid decides where he wants to play. Like, just make everything free agency. I Fuck the draft altogether. Now, you got to keep the draft because you got to have some kind of, like, ability for shitty teams to actually get better. Like if but you, eventually you will because it's it's just a supply and demand thing. If everybody's going to New England to to play at New England because they want to win a Super Bowl, eventually people are going to be like, I just want to play. Like I don't want to go there and right. sit on it's the bench. It's kind of like with the undrafted free agents. So like it's funny because that's the way undrafted free agency works. Where right after the draft, all of these guys just get pitched, and it's you see it where it's like uh, a lot of these some of the higher profile names end up going to the shittier teams. And you think, why would they ever go there? And then they talk to them. It's like, eh, well, I was supposed to get drafted, but didn't. And when I had my choice, I'm going to the team where I think I can play right away or I can star, or I can do yeah, whatever. Like, that's a fair eventually argument. all of it will balance out. So I kind of think the same thing. Like most people think, Oh, well, it'll just stack the good teams. And that's I mean, you will have a little bit. I was going to say, you will have a certain amount. Of, it's just like college football. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See yeah, Alabama. The, the, I was going to say, you'll have your traditional while. powers, that, but it would make things more even over time. Well, because guys would just, enter, and it would, it would eliminate the ineptitude of these fucking teams that don't know how to draft and just stay shitty. That's the problem with the draft is that it allows teams who have elite scouting and like people at the top with brains, to always stay in that position. It's like, there's a reason why the Patriots consistently stay because they yep. make shrewd moves and know what they're doing. And then you've got other teams that consistently stay shitty because they always make the wrong decisions. They've got the wrong decision makers in there. So, you know, you can't really blame the process there. It's like, well, then hire better people. I like your it's viewpoints, so and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're making some sense. I mean, no, because like, I was always a, a, a longtime proponent of the draft, too, for the same reason. Yeah. And then I started realizing, actually, that's not really the way it works. I mean, you will have a certain amount of guys right. that are going to want to go to the classic powers just because that's the team they grew up watching or whatever. But it will eventually kind of level out more, and you'll actually end up with more parity. Like, yeah. And what the NFL claims to have right. will actually happen. Well, and you're exactly right in the fact that it will eventually log jam. So you right. know, if you have like a, a team like the Steelers that gets a guy like Roethlisberger that's there for like eight years to a decade, if you're a quarterback... You're, you're not going to want to go you're there. You're not going to want to go yeah. there. You're gonna if you're anybody else. with a name, you, you'll be like, you know what? I can start here. Right. I'm just going to go there. And, I I'll mean, go, and I'll go build my own thing. Right, exactly. That and, that's, and that's just how it'll be. And then you see that same thing in college where it's like, if it, it, with Alabama, you will get all sorts of guys that w- might they might end up there, but end up for transferring out. I mean, wasn't right. Alvin Kamara? Wasn't he well at Alabama and then ended up at Tennessee? I mean that that sort of, it, yeah that sort of thing just happens because it, there's log jam. And it's also the numbers game of the NCAA versus the NFL because I mean you're talking like what like 120 Division One teams, right? And there's like 53, well actually like 100 dudes on a roster, right? Yeah, like once you, yeah. Dudes, once right, once right, you cut team. in red shirts. Right. You know, and then you go and you chop that down to how many dudes actually get drafted in the NFL every year, and that's a huge number that gets chopped off just by you know process of elimination and who's good and who's not. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Fuck drafts. Well, basically, the- you, 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 <laughs> I'm a proponent of it. I mean, you, I, you won me over. As, I mean, as much as I love drafts and as excited as I get about them, if they did away with them, I think it would open up this whole new world that would actually be more exciting. 
Sidek in the long run. Uh oh. Scott's hiccuping. Nah, that was oh, just. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not there, but I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's talk about the, the shit that we're going to be doing before we uh, get into Consumer Candidate. Let's talk about the next couple weeks since we'll be off. Uh, Scott yes. Scott is likely going to be doing some minisodes. I might be able to pop in yep. for one or two. Nice. Uh, I'm, so I'm going to try to do a minisode every day. That's the goal. The ambitious goal is to do one Monday through Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but at the very at the very least, I want to do one on Thursday on show day. So yeah. at least when you guys are regularly expecting to get something from us, like up, try to put something. And out. I'm going to try to do some too in between naps and when my wife's sleeping. I might try to do some some minisodes too. Can can we'll I see. humbly request? Request, uh, at least one Scotty don't know every week. Well, that actually would actually what the mini shows are. Yes, yes. Like the, yes. The, the, the daily thing will just be Scotty doesn't know ranting about the story that pissed yes. him off of the day. <laughs> so we just have to hope that there's enough news out there or stupid things that happen that I can just go off about yeah. and then we'll have content. Yeah. Daily. So so even if you oh. know we're not here on Facebook Live um, and we're not you know pushing stuff to twelve ounce afterwards, there will be stuff. So find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Podbean, yes. all those stuff, uh, all those places. There ah, will Mookie be bets just hit for the cycle. Oh, cool. Oh, okay, cool. good. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just throw that out there. Just popped oh, up on my phone. Oh, oh, bets oh, oh, oh. Uh, did you have that in streak for the cash? Because I didn't. Uh, uh, no, you didn't. Take, are you in that group? No, I'm not. I'm I'm terrible at baseball. Well, it doesn't. Uh, no, it's, it's not just not baseball, baseball. It's anything. Yeah. So streak for streak for the cash. Yeah, they we're, pick. We're doing all August. Yeah, ESPN just gives a list of things that you can pick from, and it's anything from like pick the winner of this game to like weird prop bets too Ooh. where it's like yeah uh, one pitcher will be knocked out within the first four innings and, 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 pick and i gotta say that i feel like it during baseball season right now it is it, it is all just hey who's gonna win this game and there's this occasional one during football season and the 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 winter sports they have more like off the wall yeah, yeah, yeah. like shit that pops up. So and so scores sixty. Yeah, yeah, like and you know or or you know LeBron James averages twenty five a game. Will he score you know over twenty five tonight or under twenty five? And you're looking at it like, damn. I mean, you know, and he's going up against somebody like, oh, for sure he'll score over twenty five. And then sure enough, you know, <laughs> he scores twenty four, and you're like, motherfucker. Like it, it, they put a lot of shit on there that's just like, oh, I know this is a sure thing, and it's. Not, I'll like, be honest, guys. This just sounds like a gateway drug to gambling. Oh, it's 100% oh, it's a gateway drug to gambling. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not even a gateway drug. This it is, is like, gambling just this without is actually the, This is the dealer giving you a little taste, and yeah. you're you're like, I'm ready now. Give me the good e- stuff. ESPN's just like, yo, man, what's going on? You're like, oh, not much. It's like, hey, you chilling on the patio? Yeah. Hey, man, just hit this. What's that? Oh, don't worry about it. It's cool. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, but the group is fucking great. Uh, Scott is in second place right now behind Mookie. Mookie's leading the group. But I am currently in first place if you look at the streak lists. The current streak. Well, yeah, because you have I a current have streak of seven. My dude. Uh, and that's what... So, point being, the leader yeah. only has a, a longest streak of eight right now. So, you right. still have plenty of time to get in this group. We are giving away $100 to Minuteman tickets. We're giving away an autographed Cincinnati Bengals yard flag. Uh, their second and fifth round picks. Craft Root Sports uh, t-shirt for second yes. place. No, Crabby Sports teacher for the winner too. Oh, Crabby yeah, Sports teacher okay. for the winner and a Crabby Sports sticker, and then second place gets Craft Root Sports t-shirt and a Crabby Sports sticker. sticker. Yeah, so tons of time left to get in that, and you can join at any time because I mean seven or eight, and I don't really think that it. The, you can generally right get now about the, two, the leader two games. across all of ESPN is at nineteen. 
And I mean, that's right. for the month. Like that sounds like a lot, but it's it's really not. I mean, when you can happen because you can do you can get about two games, two to three games a day. I was gonna say you can get two to three things in there per day minimum, and so that I mean you can catch up in no time. Joe, if you're what's your best streak so far? Four. Hmm. Yeah, you gotta have a lot of things go right, man. Mine's only three. You you do, Fucking but I mean, Isner. and Scott's good. Here's the man. thing: Scott, Scott is good at picking shit. This no, well, you know what's the funny thing is? So I actually told them before we started this, I was like, "God, streak for the cash." I when it first came out, I started playing it, and then it was like shit like that where I thought this is a sure thing, this is a sure thing. And I looked at they have a section where you can see your all time record, mm. and I clicked on it, and I'm like, "Uh, this goes back to probably like I hadn't the last thing before this year was 2009. Whoa, I hadn't done." anything in nine years and so i'm looking at it and my all-time record it was like 53 and 48 so <laughs> that's how that's how like it's just like it's hard like you think it would be easy and you look at these things and you're just so sure that they're gonna happen but that's the most frustrating part i never got on a str- oh shit, oh, shit. Oh, go ahead go ahead that happened what's in that one where'd that go that call go away Oh, oh shit. But anyway, like I said, Damn, I, mean, I was like, I, I could on, never get on a streak more than like three or four. Joe just just got, did you see Joe get freaked out by that too? Hey, he, well, it was he, was like, yeah. he was like on his phone and then was like, oh, fuck, I got to do shit here. <laughs> it was like, wrapping up the show. What the hell's going on? Yeah, I don't know why they hung up. But like, uh, if you want to call back in, whoever that was, call back in. It was, uh, it was like in a World War II movie where the guy in the submarine picks up like enemy, enemy ships on the sonar. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Iceberg. Run ahead! <laughs> uh, but for real, I no. have a child. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank set you it up the, there. The Levitard. Uh, we can't ever get out of this show with having a Levitard reference. It's dude. It's every who we are. Show we have to Levitard reference Levitard. Levitard. Why? Why are we doing that? Be your own person. Whatever. Fuck them now. Grafford Sports. Who's this? Come on, we know who it is. There's only one person who ever calls the show. Who's this? Hello. Yeah, I told you. We know who it is. Hey, Mike and Tank, what's up? <laughs> hey, <laughs> is this on? Josh? Yeah, I, I, I apparently my uh, Facebook's lagging, so a different show is happening at the same time I'm talking to you guys. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Josh O'Neill, Cincinnati comedian. How you doing, man? Uh, oh, man, it's, it's good to hear your voice. It's been years. <laughs> yeah, at least two, because that's when I quit comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, God bless you. We're all jealous. You know? <laughs> Are you still plugging away, man? You still doing it? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I just did my round in the Funniest Person contest last night, moved on. I'm in the finals. Uh, that's the only reason I called. Uh, but uh <laughs> <laughs> And also, have you checked out like his uh, the stuff he's doing for Video Archive, like the weekly videos that come the out? Videos that, those things are awesome. Yes, uh, yeah. Josh oh, O'Neill works you. the door at Video Archive yeah. and fucking kills it, man. Yeah, the Top Gun one this week is great. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I called. I actually called because I want to talk about a sport that no one's talking about, but me and Mike Burlon have a lot of experience in. I just want to kind of talk about it because oh, you yeah. know. I feel like you guys talk enough about the old mainstream stuff, but no one's talking about broomball on this podcast, man. dude. Uh, yeah, Josh and I used to uh, MC the broomball games down on Fountain Square, and it was MC is a light description. We were color commentary. <laughs> we were the voice of HGC3 broomball. We would get we were given live mics in Fountain Square. They trusted me. I was twenty. I was twenty when you trusted me with that. How lit were you guys for this? 
Uh, Sorry? A, little, a little bit. A little bit? A little, a little bit. warm up? Enough, enough to stay warm because it was like negative six degrees out and we'd be like, yeah, let's go stand there for free and, and oh, talk yeah. shit to people that are playing broomball. Now, are there goons in broomball? Oh, yeah. There was definitely some goons in broomball. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's co-ed, oh, too. And you just see dudes laying out chicks. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, there was some, there was, there was some fights. Uh, do, you remember, I was, do you remember that one time the guy almost fought me, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I forgot until just now. Yes, I do remember that. How did yeah. that happen? Yeah, we uh, we had we, we did this. We were always trying to be funny, but uh, this guy had a very <laughs> high pitched yelling voice, and he was yelling at the ref like, "Come on, what are you doing? I was just playing the game." And I I told Mike that we had an audio replay of what that guy just said, <laughs> and then just in in front of anybody walking downtown, I was just mocking this guy's. Oh, it was the funniest. I just. And he, like, skated as quickly as he could over to the edge of the rink and, like, fucking yelled at me while I'm sipping on cocoa. Uh, Josh, when's, your, when's the final round of Funniest Person in Cincinnati? August 22nd at Go Bananas Comedy Club. The tickets go up next week on the website, GoBananasComedy.com. Uh, Professional. Who, who are you up against? Who am I up against? Right now, uh, it's Billy DeVore, who's very funny. He, he moved on in the same round as me. He crushed it last night. He has this whole bit about uh, getting in a Twitter war with Applebee's, and it's, uh, it's surreal. It's so funny. And then Andrew Rudick, who runs shows all over the city, is, he's great. And Ian McDavid, who is one of my favorite joke writers. So not only is it going to be a good show, it's going to be a very highly competitive show. It's going to be definitely one of the best in the club uh for the year for sure that's always how those final shows go all right man well listen if you lose don't feel bad because i never won that contest and now i uh, i quit comedy and and i'm gonna have two kids as of saturday so you know there's there's hope <laughs> can i put money on josh in this espn streak thing <laughs> you can bet shots on well, josh. i mean that shots? Maybe, maybe i'll just do that maybe i'll just lose and quit that doesn't sound too bad yeah i mean it's it's what i did Welcome to the life. Yeah, <laughs> put, put, put me down for two yeah, shots for Josh. Rather... All right, Tank is going to bet two shots on Josh. Josh, don't fuck this up. You got to win this. <laughs> oh, it's like Vincent God. Barty said, right. if, you, if you lose, you're out of the family. Uh, Josh, <laughs> oh, Josh, since I am uh, such a jinx, I'm going to put three shots on Billy DeVore to win. So <laughs> Billy has now been jinxed. <laughs> he has the Mike uh, Burlon albatross across, around his neck. Uh, Josh, hey, appreciate you calling, man. Fucking awesome to hear from you, man. Yeah. Always a pleasure. I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, man. Good, good luck in the contest. Cool, See man. You good luck. Rock it out. Josh yeah. O'Neill, super funny comedian from Cincinnati. I've done, I've done several shows with him. Super funny. Uh, go, it was nice of go him to, to say hi to you guys on the show. <laughs> it's <was> cool. <laughs> I don't, he doesn't know what? you, man. I know. It's cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, stu- uh, stick around. Uh, we'll do uh, mini-sodes and then streak for the cash. Join the group because there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, just search Craft Root Sports uh, on streak for the cash. Joe, do you want to give everybody the breakdown of how we're going to be doing football picks this year? Because when we come back, it's going to be football season. Oh, shit. Uh no, you don't want to do it. Are we are we ready to unveil this yet? I think like, we're ready. Nah, are I feel like ready? we need to perfect this a little ready? bit more. I think we need to iron out the details a little bit more. Be sure it's gonna. Are you gonna, happen. Are you gonna hit the? Do sure. we need to hit the reckless like rough 
outing like sound effect music or something like this? Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should wait. You gonna wait on? All right, that's what we'll, okay, we'll completely unveil okay, it. We'll completely unveil it when we come back. That's but fine. like in two that's weeks, fine. when you want to check out like a mini soda of when we unveiled. The, okay, like, that, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. We'll do a mini soda on it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. That's fine. That's okay. All right, stick around for that. Should we? Dartboard of Doom. Should we consume it in a can? I think we should. Wait, 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 wait. But also before we do that. Should we do motherfucker of the week? No, let's we don't want to leave candid. before we do. Let's motherfucker consider it. Joe's here because so he'll remember to do. Yeah, well, we've been we've all been here before and still forgotten motherfucker of the week. That's how we roll. That's true. We got Tank to help us out this time. Consumer <laughs> right, cool. Canada brought to you by Tavor this week. We got Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo Topical Topical IPA. Uh, Tank as the guest as the man who finished all three very quickly. Uh, I think I know the answer, but uh, you want to make it official? Uh, they were delicious and part of a well-balanced daily diet. <laughs> I, too, have now finished all three and consumed. There you go. Get it. Fucking delicious, Get man. It. That, like, all of those fruits that they claimed in there, hey, Tavor, when you send out a beer and then the description says, hey, it's got X, Y, and Z in it, it better fucking taste like X, Y, and Z. This beer fucking nails it. I can taste every single thing that it talked about it. Consume easily. Joe, consume it or can it? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Straight to the point. <laughs> he, his breakdowns are so fucking good. I like them. Uh, that's going to be a quadruple consume. Yeah. This oh, beer boom. is yeah. fantastic. Um, it's one of those, though, that I feel like if we had done this two years ago when we first started the show, we probably would have canned it. Oh, no, 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 no. This is absolutely a... Our palates are we've expanded. Better. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. Gro- we're our, our palates have adapted to IPAs, and so <laughs> I, I, I love that you call them IPAs. Yeah. No, I mean like I a year ago I would have said fuck no, but in, in the past six months we've experienced and expanded and done everything. And on the the IPA scale, this is this is delicious. In like, my head, I like this a lot. In my head, I just had this image of your palates like powering up like Dragon Ball Z characters. It, mm. I mean, it's kind of like that. But we even talked about it yeah. off air too, where it was just like, so we we're doing all these beers and yeah, we got stouts and we've got lagers and we've got you know wheat beers. It's like. We're going to kind of hit the end of the road because we're kind of avoiding all these IPAs, and there's billions of IPAs. Yeah. Like, at some point, we're just going to have to suck it up and, and do it. And it was a rough go. We had some mixed in there uh, prior, and, and you can probably look back and see that most of them were all canned. But once we, like, hit it hard and just started saying, all right, we're just going to get into this. I, I get it now, and my my palate has totally changed. IPAs are definitely good. No, and, they're they're still I've, not my my absolute favorite. I mean, they're still the the the. Dude, I've, on the I've woken up on Saturdays where I'm like, man, I want a fucking IPA today, and I've but gone I, to I Listerman's say, and bought That's the thing where we've talked about where I so missed. Good. There's mm. some IPAs that I'm missing, or that I I think. Damn, I want to have that again, and that was never ever the case. It used to just be, oh god, I got to drink this IPA because somebody bought it for me, or oh, <laughs> we're having it on the show. Well, like I know I'm gonna can it before we ever even it touches my lips, but now it's th- there are some that I'm like, yep, I want that again. <laughs> I want that in my life again. It's a good. It, this is a really good brew. Um, Absolutely, especially if you're not even. I think if you're dipping your toe into the IPA water. This is a good one. This will be a good yeah, intro one. Is, it's for not sure. super bitter. Th- no. This is a nice three foot pool. You're not going to drown in it. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get panicky. You can stand up if you need to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> stand up. Just doggy paddle into this one because yeah, it's, it's definitely a good just one. Just fine. Uh, 
Quadruple consume for Tropical Torpedo. This has been Consuming Your Cannon, brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Um, all right, Joe, let's uh, let's get into Motherfucker of the Week. Before we unveil the results, uh, we need to give our opinions on this. So once again, your options for this was Khabib for being a uh, douchebag and forcing homeless people to do push-ups for him on video while him and his friend laughed before he gave him money, or EA Sports for censoring Colin Kaepernick uh, in Madden 19, and then it coming out that, oh, shit, they did it in Madden 18, too, because they're a bunch of cucks. Uh, Tank, who is your vote for Motherfucker of the Week? Fuck EA Sports. Fuck their downloadable content that I got to pay money for. And their, <laughs> and, 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 the, and like, locker thing? You pay for that? Thing? No, I don't pay for that shit. Oh, I was yeah. going to say. Like, damn, man. Yeah, no, really got no you. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to do all that. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, then now forever, EA Sports sucks. Like I, I loved them at one point, but they just became this greedy monstrosity that would just not really update games, wouldn't really improve them, and they just keep putting out the same series every year. I don't care for them. Yeah, no, EA Sports, motherfucker of the week. Yeah, Ooh. I said it when I made the the announcement about EA, like that they were. This was my vote, but Tech nailed it. EA used to be this gaming corporation that actually gave a shit, mm-hmm. and they tried to innovate. And were, when, when they had competition, instead they became super big and just gobbled everything up. Yep. And they became the Walmart of fucking video game makers. <laughs> where they, they just treated everybody like shit, and it's like, yeah, we don't really give a shit about mm. the product because you're going to pay for it anyway, and fuck it, we don't care. And, and and this is across all their series. It's not just Madden. It's every single yeah, series they, they stale. had. Yeah, and so fuck them because they don't give a shit. And then this comes out where they're like, oh, yeah, well, we totally fucking just deleted Colin Kaepernick's name. And it was an accident, right. but it really wasn't. Uh, and they come out with some fake bullshit apology. Fuck them. I mean, yep. y- you're a piece of shit if you want homeless people to do push-ups for money. But I used to pay these people for their good services. Yeah. This I, other asshole, like, I don't have any ties to, so fuck them. I'm, I'm going on the longevity of fucking right here. Yeah. Where it's like... Yeah. It, it's like I've been a <laughs> long time personally fucked by EA. Yeah. Whereas, uh, uh, fucking... It could be Morgamadoff. Just like, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. He's pulling some shit in Russia. And Ka- kebab are, has never done anything to me personally, so fuck Yeah, right, he's making guys do push-ups. All right, so I'm going to be the dissenting opinion here because I went with Khabib in this option just because... Hey, I think it's awful what EA Sports did. They're definitely worthy of a motherfucker status, but I think treating homeless people like that is a fucking shitty move and makes me feel like I, I just want to see Conor McGregor beat the fuck out of this guy for it. I uh, feel like that's some Irish bias. It, it could be. It very well could be some Irish bias. I also haven't bought an EA game since they stopped doing college he, football, he, he, so he, I he don't have the same get, hatred for He's just EA. trying to get those homeless people swole. <laughs> 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 Uh, I just think I think it's so shitty, man, to do that. And yeah, maybe it's not I'm good. <laughs> maybe I'm influenced by like what's going on in Cincinnati right now with the, yeah, whole, homeless the whole homeless thing. Is thing. Bad, so yeah. I, I mean, that's very possibly weighing on my decision here. But that's why I went with Khabib because I feel like, dude, you got to be a real fucking piece of shit. To, yeah, it's it's basically Khabib did like a slimmed down version of bum fights for like his Instagram followers and for what? Like what the fuck were you trying to for do his with own that? Personal music. Yeah, just, yeah, for yeah, his own personal music. Yeah, for yeah, definitely yeah. a horrible yeah, yeah, super gross, it is. Man, it's nothing. It's not cool. Yeah, so that's why I went with Khabib. Uh Joe, give us the breakdown. How did the people vote? So first off we had twenty two votes. 
a couple a couple comments. It's you know it's it's first night of Thursday don't, night don't preseason. A couple <laughs> couple comments. <laughs> EA Sports is always the answer. Fuck EA. EA can all you can EA. We can always count on being douchebag. This Khabib motherfucker needs to be hit with a shovel. <laughs> and then uh, Andrew also said, "Ohio State fans, you guys dropped the ball on this one." I knew that one was coming. <laughs> but <laughs> with those votes, that torch. with those votes, it comes to sixty-four to thirty-six for Mister Khabib. Wow! Oh. So there you go, uh, you human rights activists. Y'all, y'all come out in power to vote. <laughs> Full force. I mean, I, I'm all about not getting fucked out of my wallet, but y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all are for the people. I appreciate it. You, you, you're good people. I, maybe it makes me a, a horrible human being because I'm worried about my ducats. But, but. <laughs> uh, the house is, music is playing us off. Ben or Joe, one of the two. Uh, Tank, uh, real quick, one more time. August 17th. August 17th. Uh, August uh, 24th at Cappy's. August 31st back down at three points. And September 29th at Streetside. You can catch me on Instagram at Neil to No One. And you can see me online at Neil to No One.com. And hit Tank up to get the shirt that I'm wearing, the Neil, Neil for No One uh, Motorhead shirt, which is fucking super comfortable. <clears throat> to Noah. Uh, th- what did I say? You said Neil for No God One. God damn it. Motherfucker. <laughs> like, God damn it. You white as mayonnaise. <laughs> fucking. Jesus. It's amazingly uh, white. Like, what the fuck? He's like he's like a one man glue factory. I didn't even realize I said I'm fucking. Go ahead, you do the you do the outro. I'm just for hey. Congratulations to Mike and Alex on adding a new Berlon to the family. We got a new kid coming. Congratulations, you guys. And seriously, yes, man, man it, two kids ain't no joke. So good luck. I'm scared to death. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Be. You got it. Guys, keep up with us uh, over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be staying in your ear. We'll be doing different things. We'll be around. Don't don't forget us. Don't don't worry about us. We'll we'll be back. And according to Alex, it'll only be two weeks. I tend to think it'll be longer, but <laughs> no, we'll I'm see. Her to it. <laughs> we'll see. Either way, thank you guys for joining us. Thank Tank for joining us. Hey, on thanks this for having episode. me on, guys. Thanks I appreciate so much, it. Man. Thank you so much. Always a blast. Dude. Always a good time. Hey, we out. Enjoy the next couple of weeks. Cheers, we'll everybody. Be around. Peace. Go Browns. <laughs>